first saved voice message. Hit my hip, and we're getting fucked up, and we're fucking some bitches tonight. So holler at me as soon as you off that plane. <laughs> what about those two guys I read about from the Tri-States? They make perfect scores on their THCs. And the Dutch Rudder is... The mask from Scream. Why do you from behind? If you are looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. If you're listening to this, you already know we got a new name. According to royalty.com, check it out. But if you're listening to this, I guess you already are checking it out. And make sure you Facebook us friend according to royalty that way you can link to my site snakejacobs.blogspot.com i'm here with john storch john what's going on chilling what up according to royalty.com according to royalty.com hit it up baby yeah and uh i think uh we we gave him a a nice little uh inaugural blog about la i think we should go with our second day our first full day there definitely well let's let's remind everyone where we left off the first night we stayed at Randy's. We're like, Randy, we could either stay at Bobby Deeb's and sleep on the floor, or, you know, maybe we could crash your place. We didn't really, like, force it on him or anything. He was just like, yeah, that's cool. So we go back to his place. He's like, you just got to be quiet because my roommate sleeps in the living room. He didn't tell us that Shrek slept right by the door. Like, you walk in and you're standing right in the face. It was like walking into Bowser's castle. The door hits his bed. Yeah, exactly. So I see him, like, standing there, like fat bastard at the end of Austin Powers and he's like hey Randy oh you brought guys home all of a sudden Randy goes just get in my room just get in my room he's just like shut the fuck up go to sleep I'm sleeping on the floor he collapses into a ball fetal position I think I'm laughing and he's like shut up we're gonna hear so me and you are making fun of him wake up the next morning that guy's gone he's eating breakfast and you guys are thinking of things to do for the for the week because I guess at that point he was planning on staying in LA at least more than two more nights. What he was gonna do was, this guy is a filmmaker, struggling filmmaker, writer, director, and he had a short film, maybe like a seven minute film, and Randy was gonna be the star of this screenplay. And actually, right before you woke up, I got a chance to read this huge piece of dog shit, which Randy described as awesome, bro, it's really sweet. He like compared it to some movie, I think, too, which was not even close. Uh, yeah, I think he compared it to uh, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle or some yeah, shit like that. That and Teristas. Um, Teristas, that was it. First of all... Horrible movie, by the first way. First of all, though, this guy's name is Tom Cavanaugh, who is... The brother from Scrubs. He's the brother from Scrubs, and he had a show on NBC called Ed. This guy couldn't be any more opposite from that no. Tom Cavanaugh. Y- yeah. And I think that's what, like, when people move to Hollywood and they have the same name, they fucking change it so that they can make their own name you know they don't have to pretend like say hey I'm the other Tom Cavanaugh you know like (laughs) I think Tom Cruise's real name is like Tom Hanks or something you know like he (laughs) changed it yeah you can't have the exact same name as celebrity if you're trying to break in it just doesn't work like that whatever I mean it's clear that he doesn't know what he's doing after we read that script the script was basically this a guy and a girl come back from a date Uh, she pours the, the both of them some champagne 
and you know they're like flirting back and forth. Uh, my favorite part is that when uh, she was joking with Randy about being short, and I wasn't sure if <laughs> if this guy Tom Cavanaugh had written the part directly for Randy, or if he had always envisioned having a short actor play this role. I don't. I think when we used to make movies in, in our house in the basement, it, it was like that. The guy was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna write this." the screenplay real quick and uh, hire my roommate and just go get a girl. Like, they probably went to a bar and they found a girl. They were like, hey, you want to uh, you want to be in this movie? <laughs> yeah, basically, the girl goes to the bathroom. Randy starts taking out a knife, a gag, and other crazy accoutrement that he has, like, hidden under his pillow and under the mattress and shit. And she comes out of the bathroom and they start going at it hardcore. The, their hooking up gets really violent and Randy's choking her. And then he he actually is the one who passes out. And then it goes to like a dream, a dream sequence with doctors all above him. The girl's in like a cheerleading outfit. And Stats wakes up and he's in a bathtub full of ice. What happens next? Do I need to finish? Really? His fucking kidneys are gone. Duh. Brilliant. Brilliant idea. Watch out, watch out the original Tom Cavanaugh. There's a new Tom Cavanaugh in town and he's uh he's taking over. It's me, the rapper eater. Ha! Feed me, feed me, feed me. No homo. <laughs> yeah. One time for me, one time for the DJ. He be Cali, I be Louise. Baby, if you ask me if you're nasty, creative, gifted, bastard, spit sporadic. I'm so diplomatic, democratic. Touch it, bring it, push it, systematic. Damn right, I kiss my daddy. I think they pissed at how rich my daddy is. And I'm his kid, I stunt with my daddy. Call Miss Lee, she with my daddy. So this me and gone this my daddy. Cause who was that when no one wasn't just my daddy? Who was that when I needed money? Just my daddy. So who be that when I see the money? Just my daddy. Who said that I'll be the one? Just my daddy. Hello, hip hop, I'm home, it's your daddy. When I say these, I don't mean the caddy. I mean these nuts, acorns and cali. Rick Ross tip, stunning fat joke. And I can't, can't, can't forget Briscoe. Yeah, I just squash the bullshit with so It's a bakery here, just trying to get dough. Shout to my dress, my H's a cheek coach. You're looking for me, ho, I'm in the 305. I'm the best rapper alive. Homeboy got a mind that a map wouldn't find. Homeboy got a mind that a cop wouldn't find. But I could get to it even if I was blind. Like a scary movie, they screaming when I rhyme. I'm a king, you can ask Steven if I'm lying. I'm a prince, too demanding like my mom. Too bold, too cold like West Salam. Me, me, it's all about me. If the girl got a voice, then she tell about me, me. Say, she say, I say me will be in the M-I-A me with me and T and Big Ronnie in the homie streets, probably somewhere on the beach and Taz and E, probably somewhere in the Jeep and all in the fandom with Mr. G and me, me, it's all about me play with me and it's all out beef, beef, yes, chest feet, tag, bag, blood sheets, yikes, yeeks great, Scott, Storch, can I borrow your yacht, watch me and my click go all out, like the ball in the stands we balls out, boy I don't know what y'all about, but I just spit like a dog mouth, pink ice just looking like a hog mouth, mm, I had to bring the hog out, yeah, like them trees bring along out, everyday Christmas I'm eggnogged out and hip hop is my new bought house my flow just grew legs and walked out bye and Randy's like, he was so excited about seeing um, Jay Leno and Universal Studios. He wanted to do all this shit. And he's like, he got so excited. He's like, I need to make a list and then calm down a little bit. He gets like a pen and paper, like a little kid. He starts writing shit down. But the problem was he was writing in like a troll language. <laughs> 
he, he was writing, and we're like, who the fuck is Jimmy <laughs> Kilme? That's when it started his obsession with the In-N-Out burger. Like, you want to go to In-N-Out? You want to go to In-N-Out? Snake, you never been to In-N-Out. He goes, dude, one thing you got to do while you're out here, I'm thinking it's going to be like something really crazy. He's like, you got to hit up In-N-Out. And then we finally made our way back to Bobby D's place. Yeah. And then we went to In-N-Out straight from there. Get to In-N-Out. It's pretty empty, actually. Granted, it is like, you know, 10.45 in the morning. Randy's like, dude, you got to say animal in front of everything. I'm like, okay. He's like, all right, I got to take this phone call. So he goes outside to talk to Shrek. So Randy's outside talking for a while. I remember eating all my food before he got there. No, no, no. Hold on. No. You got the food. Oh, yeah. I, I got my food before he even ordered. Yeah, yeah. I was eating my food before his even came. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he asked me, how do you like the burger? And I hadn't even eaten it yet. Like, I didn't even touch it. He's like, how do you like it? How do you like it? And you're like, LA? It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I didn't know what he's talking about. And then we look out the window, and who is there? Jimmy Kilme. Yep. He's standing outside, he's filming something that we never even really found out what he was shooting. Jimmy Kilme. And then Kyle XY tells us a story about how him and Jimmy Kimmel had to switch pants one time. He was Jimmy Kimmel's stand-in for some shit. Yeah. And, uh, and then Randy comes back in. And this is when I kind of knew that he wouldn't be joining us for the rest of the trip. He's like, I have to go talk to uh, Zach Braff's brother on Scrubs real quick. I'm gonna, I'll meet you guys later. And, you know, he, I don't think he ever did meet us later. I don't know if we ever saw him again. We went back to Bobby Deeb's, hung out for a little, and then we went to the swap meet. I mean, I've never been to a swap meet before. I actually wasn't really even sure what a swap meet was until we got there. It's a huge garage sale. But this was like a, yeah. the craziest one ever. They had like peyote tents and 60-year-old hippies just rolling, licking, twisting, and lighting joints. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It, it was like if you took the old Yankee Stadium and just set up all these shanties and tables and just a lot of weird, crazy people selling you shit for under five bucks. It wasn't even just only like tents and, uh, you know, tables. It was just like piles of shit. People had just like unloaded boxes and thrown, you know, just thrown shit haphazardly everywhere and were selling it for whatever you would give them. Yeah. So I was overwhelmed. I I want I really wanted to buy something, but in the end, I was I was so worried that I'd buy something and then later see something even better, and I never ended up getting anything. That was one of my biggest regrets in our trip to LA. I did not do that. I had a different attack. Yeah, you did the exact opposite, actually. I said whatever I want, I'm gonna get. I mean, I, I don't know why I was like trying to save my money. Every like you could go there and get everything in the place for four hundred dollars. If you gave him four hundred dollars. You could own the whole swap meet. I think I spent $20. I got a necklace, a Cadillac Escalade belt buckle, a Superfly record. An apartment, a shirt. A shirt. Yeah, and herpes. <laughs> you get it all there. Hepatitis C, <laughs> man. They have everything. I do regret not getting, first of all, everything. They had like laser discs there, which is amazing. But they had some DVDs and VHSs that were all one dollar, and there was yeah. one that really haunted me. It was with it was with Randy, Randy Quaid. Quaid. It's called Cart Racer, and I'm on the Wikipedia page right now. This is what it says: The film borrows ideas from the Fast and the Furious series. Cart Racer is a movie about a kid named Watts Lightbulb Davies who likes nice. to race go karts. As he follows his dream, he then has to race against his enemy and idol. 
the movie's lesson is the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. Awesome. That I mean, how could you not buy that for one dollar? I fucked up. I seriously. I mean, I shouldn't up. talk because I didn't buy anything. But if that was in a bin where it was like three for twenty-five, I think those would be one of the DVDs I'd buy. Yeah. I know. Absolutely. Just to have it on the shelf. Not even to ever watch, just to have it in your collection. To impress people. Yep. Well, well, speaking of impressing people, I think you made one of the best purchases of your life, and my life too, when we were in that random shit pile, and everything was a dollar. Yeah. I mean, like, I just want to talk, before you say what you bought, I want to talk about some of these things that you could buy. Like, you could buy a tennis ball, you could buy an old baseball. You could buy like a like a doll, but it was naked. Um, you could buy a tennis racket, and then all these like weird like women's purses and and necklaces. Then just among all the shit, I guess you push something away. And I, I wasn't looking because if I found it, I would have bought it too. But, but tell everyone what you got. Uh, the cell phone from Hook. Yeah, the 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 probably the first cell phone ever made. Minus the one that was had the shoulder strap and had the wire to go to your ear and the suitcase. <laughs> yeah, the one was like a, but the one was like carrying around a DVD player. That was the first cell phone ever made. It, it came with like a wheeling, like the thing you carry your instrument in and band. <laughs> that was that was the first edition. This was the second edition. Yeah, like if that was the the razor, this was like the the smaller version of the razor. I mean, the rest of the day, it was the center of attention. Maybe even the week. I when I was buying it, I said to the guy, I was like, I'm just gonna use this to pick up girls. And I walked, I walked uh, maybe two two yards away, and this old couple came up to me and they're like, "We heard what you said." This old woman was like, "We heard what you said over there. <laughs> you said you were gonna pick up girls with that phone." <laughs> and the, the husband was like, "Yeah, I had the first one with the. He had he actually had the one with the suitcase." Yeah. And he I was mean, telling me all about it. Days he would come home from work and he'd be like leaning to the side. Developed a hunchback from that <laughs> fucking cell phone. So we left. I think we met back up with Randy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this at this point, he's on his way out of L.A. But he, he did want to go to the Hollywood Walk. I remember he was pretty excited about the handprints. It was Randy and about 400 Asian tourists. I mean, I, I, know, I understand that... You know, Japan is like the digital camera capital of the world. They're, they get way too excited to see stuff that I, I personally don't think that that's exciting. Like, remember when they saw the George Clooney Hollywood star? George Clooney. <laughs> Seriously, how much time do they spend actually living their life versus reliving their experiences looking at these photos? They take so many it has to take up more time than to actually live, to look through them all. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's right. They, I, I was walking, and I saw this one couple, and they were taking pictures. And I walked past them, and then we, like, stopped, and we were bullshitting for a while. And I and then, like, 30 minutes later, I saw them. They only managed to go, like, 25 feet because they had to take a picture of every star, their feet standing, like, in footprint, and then their feet standing in the next footprint. And then their feet sitting in these footprints, but they bent over so their hands could be in someone else's handprints. They had to get every angle. You, you know what? Um, the, those, those photos reminded me of at the swap meet, they had a bin oh, of just God, like all these, <laughs> all these random photos from like probably a hundred different families. I don't know how much they were selling them for. 50 cents each. 
And in, in Japan, do they use photos as like currency? Yeah, they do. You know, in Mexico, they like chiclets, their, their version of like gold bullion. <laughs> Exactly. Is that what it is there? Is, yeah, is, like, are... like if you have a picture and it's with George Clooney's Hollywood star and you're in it, that's worth like 10 bucks. You can use that in <laughs> poker. You know, on, you know, on Facebook, you, you'll see some girl and she'll be, she'll be tagged in like 1,500 pictures and you're just amazed. Yeah. If, if you ever look at Yao Ming's family's photos, like his brother is on Facebook and it's like view more photos of Yao Ming's brother. It's like 6 million. It's unreal. You know those stop motion things where they like take a bunch of pictures and you can see the seasons change? Yeah. You know? <laughs> they do that for their whole life. Hour by hour photos for Chun Li. <laughs> we the Tabiyah Kings, 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 Kings. We the Tabiyah Kings, 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 Kings. Y'all already. Rebel asked me, do I need a pee in that right now? Everything I write now, I don't right down. I don't need her right now, but I'm so bad. Ask again, she hold my gold ass for they go bad. Since I did a song with Tebiaki, I've been acting very cocky, using every opportunity to shit on everybody. If you heard, I be in Houston like Bobby. Puffing on the blunt until the B got me body. With fees in the party, chilling in the lobby is anything in her happened, you probably did. Full force trying to find what a party is. For the last time to kick it like karate kid. Man, the line was way obvious, way out of my jurisdiction of my high snob on my job, kill a nigga, no prob type flow. Just seen a nigga get robbed like, whoa, oh, shoulda tucked the chain, niggas ain't playing, man, it ain't a fucking game, uh, all that frontin' for the audience, yeah. make them that exist no more, you uh, gon' slob uh, yes. Yo, they try to jack my practice, fully grown, fully blown, style's infectious, why is it always verbal? The fact is, I'm in your face for 10 years and still that fresh kid Encrusted with stone colors never seen Haters hate the accolades, I getting underestimate But wait, they still salivate, looking at the chains I make And they start calculating, rumors start circulating There's no relating, y'all should be left out This is my house, you don't like it, get the... So what now? Why you wanna get with me? Cause I'm leaving legacies. Oh, go to the shikashis and the dedikashi. Naito danger. So now I'm a fake like it's auto nature. I'm the futuristic youth from Asia. You can't comprehend, then it's euthanasia. King, 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 kings, kings. With the Tevia kings, 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 kings. With the Tevia kings, 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 kings. I mean, I personally have had no sense of geography. I didn't give a shit. I was just going wherever. So I was like, all right, let's roll. So we went, we picked up Dean, and Dean is from Cleveland. And he's got a Cleveland accent that Bobby Light does a... I don't know if it's a good impression. It's a funny impression, though. Oh, he's like, oh, dude, what's up, dude? The Pete, yeah. Demps, the Pete Demps impression, basically. Yeah, but, he, and so he was making fun of Dean before we got there about how he loves LeBron James and he's, you know, beat off every time he gets a triple-double. Just shit like that. So we pick him up and he's just, he's a normal guy. He's, he's living, though, at a, at a frat house at UCLA. And he, he's not in a frat, nor does he go to UCLA. <laughs> so then we get to we get to Sticks' house. This is the only description we get of this guy, Sticks. 
Bobby Light's like, he's pretty awesome. That's it. That's did he say anything else to us? He plays the drums. That's why they call him Sticks. So we we walk into his place. Pretty nice place. He finally comes down. I, I guess he was like showering, and we're like, dude, you want a beer? He's like, nah. And drink this, and he grabs a bottle of Di Sirona, which and I've seen it in a commercial. Those like, oh, I'm a on the rocks. Never seen anybody drink it. He grabs. He's like, bro, I've been <laughs> I've been craving this all day long. <laughs> Pours it into a rocks glass. It's like, <sighs> but actually, before that, tell a story about when Dean saw the cell phone that you'd bought earlier that day. Yeah. Okay. So. uh so I take the cell phone out and put it on, put it down on the coffee table. He doesn't notice it at first. We like are having a conversation, and then after a few, after like 30 seconds, he's like, "Holy shit, dude! Is that your phone?" <laughs> I go, "Yeah, dude. Yeah, it is." I kind of like laughing, like, "Yeah, like I'm about to trick him." He's like, "Dude, that is amazing. You know, is that seriously? Is that really your phone?" Like, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, it is. He's like, oh my god, you have a real Zach Morris phone, dude. Holy shit, I am in awe of you. He's like, can we trade? Let's do it right now, let's do it right now. And he has like a trio. I got this phone for a dollar. Although, I, sh I shouldn't have said yes, but I was thinking, like, fuck it, I could sell this trio on eBay. I'm like, hell yeah, I'll fucking trade the phone. <laughs> He's like, yeah, man, I, that's awesome. I bet it has email and GPS and everything, huh? Yeah, bro, like, you know, I, I, I told him when it gets texts, they like scroll across the screen. It, it's analog with like, uh, you know, the, the eight is just like a bunch of lines, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, oh, dude, that is, it's like a stock ticker, huh? That's awesome. I can't believe that, bro. That is so fucking awesome. And he couldn't have been more amazed. The, conver the conversation veered off and he just sat there in like stunned silence, like looking, gazing at the phone like, and he's like, dude, how many girls has that phone got you? Seriously, bro. And I was like, a lot. <laughs> I can only imagine, bro. You can't believe I didn't think of that. Dude, you were advanced, bro. You were advanced. I hate you. And then I looked over at Bob and I was just like, should I continue this or, or not? Digital was like, yeah, you know, just tell him. Yeah. There's nothing that we did that was fun the rest of this day that didn't revolve around the phone. <laughs> like it, controlled our, it controlled our group. It was like we were following this magical phone. And so we finally, we, we go out to some bar. I don't remember the name of the bar. They, I know they had a horrible band, though. There's two sets of two girls. One sticks is talking to, and she's pretty hot. And he took, basically took her over the whole night. And then there were these other two girls, and one was hammered drunk, hammered. And it was her sister, and they came over and started talking to us. And we thought it was a perfect opportunity to test out this phone. Yeah, I pulled it out, and I was like, hey, could you guys take a, just take a picture of us? Just hit. And Bob was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hit nine. Hit nine. So we're like all posing and like really, like really playing it off well. And she like wouldn't do it. And he was like, he was finally just like, all right, Dean, you just do it. Just take the picture. And Dean like grabs it out of her hand and then click nine. And, and that girl was just really confusing. Uh, oh, and then you went to the other bar and put, and put that phone to your ear, pretend like you were walking around the bar and couldn't hear. And it was like a group of like, I would say like nine black girls sitting at a table. And this was like kind of a more dance club. The other place was like a rock, you know, they had like a shitty cover band. This was like 
the latest and best. They're you know playing Lady Gaga and yeah, that all kind kinds of, shit. of dance music. So, so I'm walking through and I'm like, Carl, 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 what's up, bro? It's like, dude, dude, I I can't. Hear. And I'm like putting my my other hand in my you know in my other ear, bro. I can't fucking hear you. You gotta speak up. And just walking by these girls and they immediately snatched. Got one of them got up and just snatched it out of my hand. And they were like, oh, that's the Zach Miller phone. That's the Zach Miller phone. I mean, Zach Miller. That's the Zach Morris phone. And then um, I'm like, okay, all right, give me the phone. I was just like, give me, just give me the damn phone back. <laughs> Dean and Bobby were talking to those two girls. Dean was able to pull it off and go back with this other chick named Christine. So we get, we get in the, we take a cab home. How do we get home? There was like magically a cab waiting for us. Like right as we got to the corner, a cab pulled up. And and Sticks though had gone back with this one of these girls who's pretty hot, but not to his place, to her place. So Bobby Light's calling Sticks. He's like, dude, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cock block you, but um, you know we can't get into your place. He's like, all right, fine, I'm gonna come open the door. So we're like, oh. so we, I kind of felt bad. I mean, he was letting us sleep at his place, and now we had to interrupt him. He's probably having sex with this girl. And when he comes back, he lets us in, and we're like telling him about the rest of the night. He's like, where's Dean? And we're like, yeah, he uh, he went back with that girl. Or he, he went he went with some girl. And then what does Stick say? He's, he's like, oh, dude, he went back with Christine, bro? <laughs> and, and Bob's like, wait, 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 wait. You know that chick? And he's like, he's like, no, dude, just from tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he must have he must have talked to her for 10, 10 seconds. He was not he was talking to another set of girls. He must have said, hi, I'm Sticks. And she was like, hi, I'm Christine. That's what happened. Anyway, so we wake up the next morning. It's raining. And we're gonna drive back, but we have to pick up Dean. Alright, so but his phone dies. So he texts Bobby Light the girl's house number, her landline, so we can call that. And so every time Bobby Light has to call, he has to call the house and be like, hi, this is Bobby Light, is Dean there? And then she's like, yeah, hang on. Puts him on the phone, we're like, be outside in five minutes. He comes out in what, like 30 minutes? We're like driving up and down, not knowing yet. We don't know where he is. Finally, we see him, comes outside. He got some really funny stories. He told her he was going to the bathroom. Instead, he just went to the kitchen, ate everything in sight. It was like taking their taking her vitamins and shit. Because <laughs> they were free. I was taking all this free food, eating vitamins. I didn't care that they were women's because they had all these all these vitamins and all this food. That was shit. fucking funny. But it was like a it was all yeah. based around that cell phone. After that day, I was like, I gotta move here. And I was like, I'm gonna move in with Randy. The only way now to move in with Randy is if I move into Danella, New Jersey. <laughs> but I think that's it. That that recaps our our full day. So our second LA podcast, but our first actual full day included In and Out Burger, Swap Meat, the cell phone from Hook, Hollywood Walk of Fame, and George Clooney, <laughs> and an awesome trip to Hermosa Bay. And Jimmy Kilmay. Oh, and Jimmy Kim- Kilmay, of course. The man, the myth, the legend. That's it. Thanks for listening. We're expanding the According to Royalty network. We're going to have articles, blogs, all kinds of crazy videos, artwork. Look for our t-shirts. We're taking over. All right. 
We're out. Good shit. I'm gonna hit you with some canine. Enjoy that shit. Yo, just imagine like whistling down a desert or some shit. Don't this make you wanna swing like monkeys out of trees? I don't got no parameters. This amateurs, famous or you team getters. Hate caterers, I name names and data verse. On a later verse, make a nigga play reverse. Marching with some soldiers here. We coming over there, the kind of niggas vultures fear. You just gotta stay, you ain't got no option. Please relax, son. I'm taking over like drug dealer cost auctions. Bring all these angry men. These angry men heard you got a lot of guts. They'll call you bluff. Your shit is laughable. Why you rap at all? Why don't you just rap sandwiches to earn a capital? When half the shit that you spit ain't even half sick. If you was doing my physical, you couldn't have my shit. Back to my first flow. Shit, yo, my skills so bright when I spit my lips glow. The mystical philosopher ripping up kilometers, winking at officers. Da -da 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 -da. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. 